0: This is The Bookshelf, from NHPR, I'm Peter Biello. Novelist Alex Myers came out as transgender in the mid-90s, when society's understanding of what transgender means was less clear than it is today. In his new novel, Continental Divide, Myers writes about 19-year-old Ron, who was born female and grew up in Tamworth, New Hampshire, and who decides to reinvent himself as a man by moving west to work on a ranch in Wyoming. Alex Myers is an English teacher at Phillips Exeter Academy. I stopped by his classroom earlier this week to talk about Continental Divide and the challenge of coming out as transgender. Alex Myers, thank you very much for speaking with me. It's a pleasure. So this book, Continental Divide, is about uh, a character named Ron, who grew up in Tamworth, New Hampshire, and starts to make the the transition to uh, becoming a boy, a man. What parallels do you see between Ron and your life?
1: I think there are a lot of parallels. I grew up not in New Hampshire, but in rural Maine. Um, and I came out uh, when I was uh, about to turn 17. Um, and it did feel young at the time. A lot of people uh, commented that it seemed early for me to be you know, making up my mind about such a huge part of myself. Um, of course, the book is set in 92. I came out in 95. Um, And nowadays, uh, I see students who who are coming out as young as kindergarten um, and and knowing very much who they are. So the parallels in my own life would be a rural childhood, um, a feeling of always being a boy uh, despite society telling me that I was a girl, um, and then going off to a more urban college experience with a bit more exposure to um, a range of differences. The events of this novel take place in the early 90s.
0: If Ron were to come out today, 2019, how do you think it would be different?
1: I think today in 2019, more people know the word transgender and more people have exposure to a range of transgender identities. So I think if Ron were coming out today, he would find more understanding, um, maybe not more acceptance. I think sometimes people get what transgender is about on a superficial level, but they still don't know how to care for and love a transgender person. But I think at least he wouldn't meet such a vast quantity of ignorance. One of the things that I really thought was very interesting about this book is
0: the the question of when do you tell people that you are transgender and how much do you tell, do you say anything at all? Ron has a couple of situations where the first situation, he just wanted to reinvent himself to his the new people around him as a guy, and then he was outed and it didn't work out so well. So then Ron says, okay, well, I'll be up front with everybody right away and things went a little bit better that way. But how do you know how much to share and when?
1: Many of the transgender people I, I work with and I'm friends with, um, especially those of us who um, have the privilege of, of being able to pass as the gender we uh, we live as, um, have been tempted to or tried to go, quote unquote, stealth. That's the, the term within the community for living um, as that gender identity and not telling people and many of us who have done that have found it um, alluring at first and then completely unsatisfying. Um, For myself, I've ended up feeling um, that I'm stifling some part of myself um, and and I generally end up wanting to tell people that I'm going to be close to. Um, that said, it's seldom the thing I want to tell people right off the bat. I rarely meet somebody and, you know, shake their hand and say, hey, I'm transgender. Um, there have been times when I've done that, but um, usually I'd like to get to know them as a colleague, as a human being. Um, and then uh, gr- as as we get to know each other in the in the natural process of becoming closer, it's something I would bring up, you know, as soon as I, as I can, but not forcing it.
0: I wanted to ask you about the question of masculinity that keeps coming up in Continental Divide, because Ron really wants to seem like a man, the man he feels like he is, but he's not sure how to do it. And he's got brothers as an example, and there are, there are ideas that people hold about what men do. Like, for example, he's with his love interest, Cassie, and Cassie looks into his fridge and says, oh, condiments and milk, clearly you're a guy. Um, but there are other measures of masculinity, for better or for worse. Was that, How did you go about creating Ron and, and making the struggle appear on the page?
1: I based Ron on a lot of people that I've known, a lot of trans guys um, and their coming out experience. And a lot of us and a lot of, of the friends I have um, felt like Society wants to sell you this wholesale picture of what it means to be a man, that there's this one sort of size of masculinity and you kind of have to fit yourself to it. And I wanted Ron to go through um, all of those stages of, of saying, does this part feel right to me? You know, Maybe I'm not athletic, or maybe um, this sort of toughness that I'm expected to have doesn't feel natural to me. Do I have to have it if I want to be a man, or can I be a man on my own terms? Um, and I think uh, n- not just transgender people, but cisgender people face that a lot. So I wanted Ron's uh, journey to reflect not just trans experience, but human experience. And a lot of cisgender guys um, that I work with, especially working in a high school setting with adolescents, um, you know. I- I work with with boys who, 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 who feel you know I just I love to sing I love to dance some people will judge me for that but for me it feels right I can still do that and be a guy right and I want to be able to sort of explore that and validate that
0: so in writing this story about Ron figuring out who he is as a transgender person in the world who were you writing this book for essentially
1: I was writing this book for a couple different audiences, and it's been fun to get out and do some readings early on. Um, in part, I was writing it for people who are transgender. Um, I don't think we have enough representations of people who are honestly like us—not dramatic, not traumatized, not—but who are who reflect the, maybe the minor traumas and the, the real lived experience of a trans person, and I've done some readings at LGBT centers, and I love it when when lines get a laugh that I know you kind of have to be in on the joke to get. Um, so that's very gratifying that people see themselves and get what's happening there. I wrote it in, in mind of people who, who love a trans person, and maybe who are trying to learn to love a trans person. Maybe you're a grandparent who's had a grandkid come out as genderqueer. Maybe you've met your first transgender co-worker, and you you want to understand them but you don't want to burden them with all your questions and I wanted to write a book that would help to explain it but not make it preachy and then I really hope that people will pick this book up maybe they like the jackalopes on the cover or whatever and they say this looks interesting and they'll read it without knowing they're going into something that's about a transgender person and they'll be surprised to find themselves in some way reflected um, in, in what happens there
0: well Alex Myers thank you very much for speaking with me about Continental Divide okay. it's a pleasure that's Alex Myers, teacher of English at Phillips Exeter Academy and author of the new novel, Continental Divide. And you can find a list of his top five reading recommendations at our website, nhpr.org. We are always looking for reading recommendations from listeners like you, so send us an email with your recommendation. The address is books at nhpr.org. You can also tweet us at NHPR Bookshelf. This is The Bookshelf from NHPR. I'm Peter Biello. Thank you very much for listening.